Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles related to becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim. Thanks, Paul. Have you ever considered that there is no other person on earth just like you? That's good, Jim. God knew what he was doing when he made us one of a kind. You and I, Pablo, are unique, matchless and irreplaceable. Even identical twins acknowledge being different. God said to Jeremiah, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. So, Paul, in essence, God is saying, I made you. I know you intimately. I understand how you work. And I have a plan for your life that is good, acceptable, and perfect. Trust me. First, let's look at what makes us unique. It's our DNA. Our DNA contains virtually unalterable genes and chromosomes that identify us by the color of our skin, eyes, hair, or lack thereof, body build, health factors, and the height that match no one else, not even brothers and sisters with the same mother and the same father. And there is virtually nothing we can do to alter our DNA. What we see is what we have. A man named Nick Vivichuk has proven that one's physical condition never limits what God can do. Nick was born in 1982 in Melbourne, Australia, without arms and without legs. Nick has traveled around the world sharing his story with millions, sometimes in stadiums filled speaking to a range of diverse groups such as students, teachers, young people, business professionals, and church congregations of all sizes. Nick says, quote, If God can use a man without arms and legs to be his hands and feet, then he will certainly use any willing heart. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. The Apostle Paul says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? You were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. We praise God for what he has done for us. Everything you and I do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, including the air we inhale, we do all for the glory of God. That's our DNA. Then we add our history and our heritage. Without our prior approval, our lineage, mother tongue, language, ancestry, even many of the foods we like were prearranged for us. God's master plan made us fulfill a particular role in history. He said in Proverbs, Listen to your father who begat you and do not despise your mother when she is old. Look at the redemptive lineage of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Tucked into the branches of our Lord's heritage and family tree were Abraham, David, and Hezekiah. But there's also a Rahab, a prostitute, Ruth, a Moabitess, not even a Jewish lady, plus a Boaz and a Bathsheba. Never despise your heritage. Look for the qualities of character, strength, and opportunities that God can and will develop in our lives based on the unique blend of two lineages found in our DNA. Next is your place of birth. 
Paul, you and I did not choose our place of birth. God sovereignly ordained it. Jehovah knows precisely where he wants every human being created in his image to be born. Where you were born was not an accident. God planned it. Messiah was born in Bethlehem, as Micah prophesied, but he came from Egypt after he fled there, and he moved to Nazareth, as the prophet Isaiah prophesied. All three prophecies were fulfilled within a brief seven-year span. Your place of birth is not an accident. Accept it and praise God that he loved you enough to design a perfect plan for you. Next is your date of birth. Paul, you and I were born during the Second World War. And why would anyone have a baby during a war, some might ask. Thousands did. Most of the babies survived. Jesus was born during the reign of one of the most despicable leaders at that time, King Herod. Yet it's called in scripture, in the fullness of time. What an excellent marker for our tombstone, in the fullness of time. Happy birthday, Pablo. Celebrate. We have our birthday. Mine is in April. Yours is in June. And Mark Twain said there are only two important days in your life. The first is the day of your birth. The second is the day you discover why you were born. Now we know our gender. You and I were born a man. Wow. Who made that decision? God did. Before selective child abortions and transgenderism, the ratio of males born to female was fairly even and sustained the survival of the species. Men, you are a man. Learn your roles, enjoy your roles, but above all, learn to be men alive unto God. Then you were born into a family according to a birth order. Firstborns tend to have leadership qualities. They were to be dedicated to the Lord. Most were accustomed to being put in charge, and a high percentage of leaders are firstborn, as many initial U.S. astronauts were firstborn. Men who are secondborn tend to be more competitive. They had to carve out a notch of recognition from beneath the firstborn's branch. Sports figures and military officers rate higher in the secondborn category. Supposedly, many Second World War tank commanders were secondborn. Thirdborn tend to be more easygoing. These are the diplomats with people-oriented skills in their worldview. I asked one effervescent man with a mischievous manner, contagious smile, and razor-quick wit, where did you fit in, your family? He replied, I was number 10 in a family of 10. I had to learn to get along with everyone because I was outnumbered. Character counts more than birth order or credentials. Check out the story of ruddy little David, the eighth son of eight boys. He became king of Israel and was a man after God's heart. It encourages us to note that every man who is alive unto God can be filled with the Holy Spirit and used in a mighty way by God regardless of his position in the family. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. For a printed copy of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim. His email address is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Jim, what's the next characteristic that makes us unique? 
The next characteristic is your name. The angel instructed Mary, You will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what the Lord through the prophet spoke. Behold, the virgin shall be with a child, and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. What's in a name? Is it possible that your name has a more significant influence on your character than most of the factors considered thus far? Jesus looked at Simon, meaning little stone, his disciple, and said, You shall now be called Cephas, or Peter, meaning rock. God told Abram, meaning exalted father, that his name was now going to be Abraham, father of a multitude of nations. What's in your name? Do you know what your name means? Your name is part of the eternal brand that God has placed on you. Genesis 2.19 says, Whatever the man called a living creature, that was its name. Next, we have the environment, socioeconomic background, health, and the family. Time is that brief line of history flowing through from eternity past to eternity future. It goes from the Garden of Eden through the Garden of Gethsemane to the eternal garden by the river of life and revelation. The events of history in process at your birth, adolescent, and adult life affect your actions, your beliefs, and your character. Some experience war, some famine, some prosperity, some depression, some peace, ideologies, government decisions, religious conflicts, or natural disasters. Two individuals born on the same day in history may respond to life circumstances in completely different ways. To quote the old adage, the same sun that hardens the clay will also melt the butter. Solomon said, I again saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift and the battle is not to the warriors, neither is bread to the wise, nor wealth to the discerning, nor favor to men of ability. For time and chance overtake them all. Ecclesiastes 9.11 Every man has what we can call his past. Life has dealt you a deck of circumstances over which you had no control. Some listening to this radio program come from a wealthy family and lived in prosperity. Some had a heritage of poverty. Some lived during a war. Some never met their father. Realize how these past factors affected you. Filter the painful memories through God's filter of grace. Collect the distilled, pure results in the vessel uniquely designed by God called you and become what God intended you to be. He has a unique plan that is beyond our comprehension. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. My experiences are uniquely mine. Yours are yours. Paul says in Corinthians, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are being comforted by God. 1 Corinthians 10, 3 and 4. 
So you and I bring our life experiences, both positive and painful, to serve the people God brings into our lives. And finally, life decisions, values and beliefs. Life is a continual flow of decisions, reactions, circumstances, and timing. Each becomes part of our uniqueness. We become a man alive unto God through Jesus Christ. The more decisions we make by the will and the word of God, the more we are guaranteed uniqueness with the irreplaceable life that our Lord gave us. Thanks, Jim. There you have it for today, men. We become alive when we become a follower of Jesus Christ as his unique, one-of-a-kind disciple. For a printed copy of this program's teaching or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim. His email is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conformed to the image of Jesus Christ.